Good morning, Sheila. How are you today? Good morning, Wayne. I'm great. How are you today? I'm doing excellent. Thank you very much. And it is, wow, what a cloudy, rainy day we're having today. How about where you are? It is cloudy and raining here, but that never stops the dog and I from taking a walk. <laughs> yes. And welcome, everyone, to 27 Minutes with Sheila and Wayne, where we talk about skills and verbs that have been learned, forgotten, misused, and or totally abandoned as we are attempting to change the world one verb at a time. And Sheila, what is our verb for today? Our verb... You know what? I'd like to actually have our guest introduce our verb, if you don't mind. Oh, okay. We have a guest today. We do. We do. Can you introduce him? I certainly can. And everyone, this is Steve Smith. Steve Smith, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) And let me tell you a little bit about Steve before he tells us the word. Steve is a 22-year Air Force veteran and is currently working as a program director at a global governmental service company. He's married and has four kids, ages 17 to 26. He spends his free time skiing, and then he wrote this this next thing in italics <laughs> and watching football. But I'm, <laughs> but I'm here to tell you, I know Steve, and Steve can chuck a football a country mile accurately. <laughs> so I don't know about this watching, but I know he can play football very well. Steve, welcome to the show. Well, thank you very much. I'm glad to be here. And what is our verb for today? Today's verb is inject. Inject. Wow. Sheila, what did you come up with inject? What was your definition for inject? I found four uh, definitions. My favorite I'm going to start with is to introduce a new, exciting, or interesting quality into a situation. Um, The most common use of it is to drive or force into a person or animal's body with a syringe or similar device. And then also uh, introduce into a passage or solid material under pressure Hmm. uh, or to introduce as an element or factor into some situation or subject. So, okay. Okay. How about you? Well, I have, I have two that are slightly different from what you just said. Okay. To introduce something that is necessary or beneficial to a situation or a process and to introduce as an element or factor in or into something, some situation or subject. Okay. And so that's inject. But Steve, tell us what definition you have and why you selected this verb. Well, sure. I, I don't have any other definitions uh, that are different than what, what you guys just said. But um, the reason I selected the verb is... Um, a couple months ago, I was listening to your episode on marinate. Uh-oh. <laughs> and I, I think Sheila said at one point that um, the the marinade uh, only gets into the surface layers of the meat. Mm. And uh, having been a turkey fryer for about 25 years, I know that to get the marinade into the muscle of the turkey you inject it. So I came ah, up with inject. I love, I love it when a recipe introduces a verb. <laughs> oh, and, boy. And how does that taste, Steve? Oh, fried turkey is the best. Is it? So, yeah. 
Thanksgiving turkeys, there, there are tribes, there are the smokers, there are the, the <laughs> oven purists, and there are the friars, and I'm definitely in the friar tribe. <laughs> okay. And you, say, and you said you've been doing this for 25 years? Wow. Yeah, something like that. So you have it down to a perfection, correct? It's, it's easy. It's, well, it's an hour. <laughs> wow. So, so what supplies do you have to prevent fire spreading? Which would be what I would do if I were to fry it. Well, <laughs> I have a, a fire extinguisher just in case, but it, it's really not that hard to prevent a fire. You just you just have to be careful and go slow. Okay. All right. <laughs> Sounds delicious. Most, most fires are, are caused by people dropping the turkey into oh. the oil and making oh. the oil spill over onto the flame. Okay. <laughs> you, Note to self, do not do it that way. Okay. Got exactly. it. Exactly. And, and you said... You, Sheila, when you asked him, what does he have in case of a fire? I immediately thought of Tim, the tool man, Taylor <laughs> on, on the Santa Claus with his fire extinguisher, putting out the fire, the turkey he had in the oven before they went to Denny's. <laughs> well, I, I guess you can um, start a fire any way you choose to cook a turkey, but that's not today's subject. <laughs> no, today's subject is inject. And yeah. And Sheila, what did you find about Inject? What's what's interesting out there? Oh, I have three quotes about Inject. And for some, well, first of all, uh, Google wanted to always default to injection rather than inject. So I had to Ooh. find a couple different ways to 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 select the or to research it. Excuse me. But I found three, ironically, three comedians who had quotes about Inject one of them injection. The first is O. Henry, who said, inject a few raisins of conversation into the tasteless dough of existence. <laughs> so, oh. <laughs> I think that says okay. a lot about where he was coming from. And Will Rogers, another early comedian, said, if you ever injected truth into politics, you'd have no politics. <laughs> so, wow. <laughs> and this last one is Jay Leno, who said 19% of doctors say they'd be able to give their patients a lethal injection, but they also went on to say that the patient would have to be very, very behind on payments. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> How about you? What did you get? Uh, well, I didn't. I didn't go there. <laughs> oh, okay. But I. But I did come up with. I said, where can you inject something or someone to introduce something new that is necessary or helpful to a situation or process? Which is one of my last definition pieces that I had. And so I thought, well, I've always worked in groups or teams or been on teams, and. I remember the bosses, our supervisors always talking about, we need to inject some life into this group because you guys are lethargic or you guys are, and ladies are, um, you're, you're, you seem depressed or demoralized or you, you're stuck. And so I see injection there to make us successful, writing a term paper, injecting newfound facts into your research paper to kind of bolster it, particularly when the professor says, nah, you need a little, need a little bit more. <laughs> so, okay, <laughs> I'll go inject some new stuff in here. Um, could be used as a motivator to get more out of someone. Much like, all right, if you guys, oh, it's like negotiating with your kids. If you eat the broccoli, 
<laughs> you can have the ice cream. <laughs> so we're injecting a little bit of a stimulus there to, oh, okay, I want ice cream, I'm good. So uh, so again, it, and it holds true to the definition of to introduce something new that is necessary or helpful to a situation or process. Steve, how about you? How have you used the term inject or have you seen the term or you watched the term inject being used? Yeah, I think from uh, from all of the definitions, I, I in my mind, I kind of put them together, right? So, so generally speaking, use the term inject uh, in, in the sense of adding something new to a to a situation, um, but combine that with an injection through a needle and a syringe. Um, to me, it's 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 kind of bringing new ideas uh, into a situation under pressure right mm. uh, uh, and doing it on the force of of, uh, uh, of of the of the value of the idea but but also just on the force of the personality and the positivity with which you bring it um and uh, uh and it's another reason i think it's a it's a great verb to discuss here with you because because Wayne is is uh, the most positive person I've ever met. <laughs> I'd have to I'd have to second that. You are too kind. Both of you are too kind. I will pay mm -hmm. you later. Okay. <laughs> okay. Chocolate and, is. And and I do have a quote um, that that mm -hmm. kind of uh, brings this to light a little bit better. Um, it's it's Martin Luther King Jr. and he said, "We have before us the glorious opportunity to inject a new dimension of love into the veins of our civilization." Mm. Wow. I love that. How, how cool is that? That's sweet. That really Thank is. Thank you. <laughs> that is. And, and Steve, what you were talking about, um, and as you said, doing things under pressure and whatnot, I, I can think of standing in front of audiences or seeing individuals standing in front of audiences. And it goes back to one of the verbs that we used before, Sheila, read. Remember we talked about reading the room or reading your oh, audience? Yes. Yes. As you're reading the room, as you're reading the audience, um, and like Steve says, when you feel that, when you feel those beads of sweat on your brow, like, uh oh, okay, something's wrong. This is not going the right way, and you're under pressure. I've got to change. Uh -huh. I've got to divert and change to do something or inject something here. Um, and I read an article on the, from the Harvard Business Review. The article was by Jennifer Aker and Naomi Bagdons, and it's how to be funny at work. And this was from February 2021. And they're talking about injecting humor strategically and deliberately when you're in front of groups or at work. And they said the, re the reason why is, it says research shows that leaders with any sense of humor are seen as 27% more motivating and admired than those who don't joke around. Their employees are 15% more engaged and their teams are more than twice as likely to solve a create creativity challenge, and all of which can translate into improved performance. And further, it says studies even show that sometimes as simple as adding a lighthearted line at the end of a sales pitch, like my final offer is X and I'll throw in my pet frog too, <laughs> can, can, can increase customers' willingness to pay by 18%. Wow. And they even said a bad dad joke can literally help you get paid. <laughs> so, <laughs> now, I have often wondered the purpose of bad dad jokes, but thank you now, 18% more. I like it. Well, 
Well, I have a bad dad joke for you. Please you, tell if us. If you would like to hear it, since I'm going to inject some humor into this conversation. <laughs> Steve, don't laugh. Wait, wait, no, no, I no but laugh. we are allowed, Steve, we are allowed to groan. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And this is a pun. During my friend's hip replacement surgery, he asked the surgeon if he could inject the anesthesia himself. And the surgeon said, yeah, sure. Knock yourself out. Oh, see. Oh, oh see. <laughs> okay, that went over like a lead balloon. Okay. I yeah, but I'm willing to give you 18% more right now okay, <laughs> than you asked for. <laughs> okay. She, did you have a trivia question for us? I did not come up with a trivia question today. Did you? I didn't come up with a trivia question because I have a giveaway today that I wanted to. Oh, oh and this is a way to introduce also a uh, an injection of creativity in your life and your in your uh, path, right? Oh, yes, it is. Let's okay. hear it. Okay. So, to our listening audience, first before we go there, let's give them let's give them the cue. Sheila, how can they contact you, our listeners? They can contact, if it's good news, they can contact me on my website, zekeandsheila.com. If it's uh, criticism or sarcasm, they can connect, they can contact me through your email address. Because <laughs> <laughs> yours is still under construction, is right, that right? Right, 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 that part of it, yes. <laughs> okay, and you can find my website at www.mindsinking.com. That's M-I-N-D-S-Y-N-C-I-N-G.com. Email is Wayne at mindsinking.com. And here's the giveaway for the first two people who email, email me today at Wayne at mindsinking.com. I have two unique codes for you a code where you can go out to Kobo, K O B O.com, and download or get my and Jennifer Millius's audiobook that just came out this Tuesday, um, you can get it for free with the codes. So if you send me an email at wayne at mindseeker.com, I will send you a code if you're one of the first two. Only giving two away. There we go. Steve, how can our listeners contact you? Oh, sure. My email is steve, S-T-E-V-E underscore S-1985 at yahoo.com. Thank you. Yes. Now, Steve, have you ever been on the fly and injected something while at work or play or at dinner with your kids, your wife? You have four kids, right? Wow. I do. Yes. <laughs> so have you ever injected anything like humor or injected something else, a, some kind of stimulant that would just spur discussion or send discussion the other way? Well, well sure. I think... Um... At work is uh, is where I spend all of my time. Unfortunately, <laughs> um, is uh, is probably the best example. Um, so the way I the way I tend to to interact with my team is is uh, um, by asking questions uh, because ultimately you know the, the folks doing the work are the experts at what they do, um, and and so to to try to lead in a in any kind of a direction that that we need to be going. I tend to ask questions. And so just yesterday, we were responding to some issues that we've been having um, on one of our contracts. 
uh, and responding with some of our fixed actions and that kind of thing. Uh, and I was reading the answers the guys came up with and, and, uh, and I was going back with questions like, um, so, you know, I'm, I'm trying to think how to phrase this. So I think the, uh, um, the answer was, was along the lines of, of, uh, a broad answer to a very specific question. And, and, and one of the guys said, Hey, you know, I'm not sure we should be doing this. We should be, uh, you know, just, just answering the question. And, and so I responded with, um, yeah, that's a fair point that uh, that we should really get down to the root cause here and 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 discuss the actual um, deficiency. Um, but are we doing you know are we doing that in the best way? Um, we, I think the word negligent was used. I said was it was it truly negligence or or was it um, a, a failure in training, something someone didn't know, and, and that type of thing. Mm. Uh, so so I, I that's that's generally what I do is I, I'll I'll inject questions um to to see where it leads excellent and <laughs> is that into our listening audience as i said i know steve um we worked together many many years ago and steve had a way of injecting things into our work environment um, through either body language or with his wit and humor and with his eyes and facial expressions <laughs> because, because if you said something really dumb steve <laughs> steve would give you that look like you didn't just say that did you because because that was really dumb <laughs> that is a look that is helpful in parenting in teaching in so many different arenas <laughs> But he, but he's a master of that. I mean, he, I, congratulations, just, Steve. His his body, <laughs> his body language is just so good. As soon as you see him, you go, okay, that was the wrong thing for me to say. I know. <laughs> I, I think I hide it a little better now. I'm glad you guys can't see me. <laughs> <laughs> I think we would have just seen the look. <laughs> <laughs> now, going back to the Harvard Business Review article, yes, it talked about injecting humor and why and it says one of the other paragraphs says so why does this work this humor thing and it says part of it is that shared laughter accelerates mm -hmm. a feeling of closeness and trust which i did not realize and i'm thinking okay but i can see that and it says for example when pairs of strangers were prompted to laugh together for five minutes before completing a self-disclosure exercise their interactions were viewed as 30% more intimate than does those who conversed without laughing first. Even remaining, a, or even remember, <laughs> boy, I'm having word, word troubles today. Even remincing about moments or reminiscing about moments uh -huh. of shared laughter causes couples to report being 23% more satisfied in their relationships. Uh -huh. And research by Gallup shows that one of the greatest drivers of employees' performance is having a close friend, presumably one that you laugh with at work. Mm. And that is true. I mean, you 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 kind of migrate to those individuals that you laugh with and joke with, and hey, let's go have lunch or let's go do these kinds of things. And it is a closer knit relationship. And as I thought about it, I, I go, you know what? That's it could be true because I know I've done that. Steve, have you done that? Do you kind of gravitate to a group that you feel more friendly with? Oh, absolutely. I, you know, I think that's critical. And and one of the great things about my office here is 
um, people really like each other. And, and I think it makes all the difference um, between, a, you know, an adequate team and, and a really high performing team. And so you as a leader, as a manager, if you can inject that kind of an attitude or that kind of culture, inject that culture into that group, um, what, this, what this review is suggesting and what other articles have suggested is that your team, your group, the individuals will be probably, probably more productive than had you not done that. Um, I found that I found that to be pretty significant. I really did. <laughs> and it says a lot of humor or a lot of humor's power is chemical. And mm. Sheila, this is what you talked about last week. When we laugh, our brains produce less mm. cortisol, including calm and reducing stress, and releases more endorphins, which gives us something like a runner's high, and, oxy and oxytonin, often called the love hormone. And it's like meditating, exercising, and just having a great time at the same time, and, and it says, plus, it's HR approved. <laughs> HR approved. You know, there have been studies over the years of people using laughter to complement uh, cancer treatment. And while no one is willing to say laughter cures cancer, it certainly makes you feel better when you're going through the process. <laughs> well, you know what? But And I think it says, what, it was 27 muscles 17 muscles to smile and 42 muscles to frown. I, I saw that maybe a couple of weeks ago as I was looking up something. But um, and who who doesn't or who can't remember the Reader's Digest? Humor's and oh. laughter is the best medicine. Right? I always liked the military one the best. Yes. Oh, you did. Oh, I, I always I always went for the for the uh, quotable quotes and for laughter. I really did. It was ah, kind of fun. Good. Yes. Well, go ahead. Ooh, you were going to say something. Go ahead. I Sheila. was going to say that uh, there's another study I researched about inject injecting, and this is uh, quite different from the path that you have just gone on, and that is that in 2010, there was a study with uh, Lacano et al. who um, studied the long lifelong effects of how uh, drug users' first injection uh, uh, went. For instance, was it heroin? Was it methamphetamine? Methamphetamine was ketamine. Was it cocaine? And um, what they found were some really interesting conclusions, uh, such as 97.8% of those whose first injection was ketamine had higher arrest records. 90% of those who first injected cocaine, for whom cocaine was their first injection, uh, we're more likely to be homeless. And um, those whose first in injections were heroin were more likely to regard heroin as their drug of choice and should be targeted for opioid overdose prevention even more than those who first injected with other drugs. And uh, obviously, in looking at this study, you say, well, how can I, as an average person, uh, obviously everyone says, how can I address this? <laughs> and so I then was looking about the FDA-approved rapidly rapid-release opioid overdose nasal spray, Narcan, which people can use to help uh, revive someone quickly who has overdosed on opioids. And 
Uh, it's free training around the country, and you can get a prescription from a local pharmacy. And if you are around populations like this who are likely to overdose, it'd be really good of you to carry that so that you can respond quickly. Um, and one other factor was in that study that they did in 2010, the, av the median age of first injection of drugs was 16 years old. So parents really? are, 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 are well um, advised to research some of this on their own as well. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So that kind of huh. takes us down a little bit. I, I'd like to go back to injecting laughter. That was much better. Or <laughs> or injecting flavors into turkeys. What okay, Steve, what what do you inject in a turkey to make it more flavorful? Well, there's there's a there's a, a variety of, of marinades that are you know pre-bottled uh okay. for that purpose. And um I, I tend to use those. Um also just a, Italian salad dressing works works really well. <laughs> it works for everything. <laughs> How about barbecue sauce? Would that work? Or does it just taste better you, you on the outside? You, just, you would just have to make sure you, 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 uh, you either strain the barbecue sauce if it has uh, solids in it, like some do, oh. uh, or, or make sure you get one that has no solids in it so that it, uh, you, know, you don't clog your needle up. Okay. But yeah, you, you can pretty much do anything you want and experiment and, and uh, have fun with it. It's, it's, like I said, it's uh, it's an hour, even for a, a pretty large sized turkey, like a 15 pound turkey. It takes about an hour. So that's, it's, uh, that's a life delicious. changer for Thanksgiving Day. S sounds right. delicious. It, it de-stresses <laughs> Thanksgiving Day a little bit. Exactly. Yes. And Sheila, I'm looking at the clock Ooh. and it is about that time. Wow. That's so, been fast. It, I, yes. We knew it was going to go fast, but that's okay. Yeah. Steve, thank you very, very much for coming. Oh, thank you, Steve. To the show. Absolutely. And we like the word inject. Um, golly. I wish I wish we would all inject more humor, inject more culture into our little spaces so we can all be more productive and, and, and go out there and do stuff. But again, it has to be strategically done. It so I, I think it's I think it's a gift and an art to be able to do it correctly or to mm -hmm. do it when the moment is right. Um some people have that neck and some people don't, but you can learn it anyway. I try hard. <laughs> I don't well, know. And, 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 and as we're wrapping up, I would say my, my best target, you know, it's awful. It's important to not, not target individuals except for oneself. I am my best, um, um, target for laughing at myself. And I give myself <laughs> lots of opportunities to practice. Ah, I think they call this self -dep deprivation, right? <laughs> it's not deprivation. Yeah, yeah, deprivation. <laughs> anyway, thank you, everybody. Thank you, Steve, for joining us today and for giving us this verb and, and for having fun with us this morning. Absolutely. Oh, well, thank you. I enjoyed it. Yes, it did. And I wish I could see your face because I know that I said some things you could, uh, Apple, Wayne, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Thank you. <laughs> see thank you next you. time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.